Welcome to the Global Dance Network podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Smolik, and I invite you to join the conversation with artists who are passionate about inspiring and equipping you for whatever sphere you find yourself in. From hearing she's too tall, but I'm going to hire her from Beyonce, to starting the first heels class at Millennium Dance Complex, this interview with Shirlene Quigley will bring joy and motivation to your soul. Thank you. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, so I thought I'd just ask you a few questions about who you are, what you do, and um, let our listeners in on your journey a little bit. Is that all right? Of course. Cool. So um, did you grow up dancing your whole life? No, I did Well, yes, in the sense of like I was in my room right. dancing my best life yep. and summer camp talent shows and things like that. But no, I wasn't in a dance studio or anything taking okay. classes. Okay. So then how did that sort of start? So in a nutshell, um, I wanted to, you know, join, I wanted to try out for like the best, it, they were so amazing, this cheer dance team at my school. I tried out the first year, I didn't make the team because I realized then and there that I actually was not a dancer because <laughs> I didn't know what an eight count was until that moment. <laughs> and um, I sucked. I could not remember anything to save my life, so I didn't make the team. I was really sad, but I was like, I'm going to try again next year, and then the captains helped me, and then I made the team. I had probably the lowest score, but I made the team, and because I was really bad, one of the girls on the team was like, maybe you should go take hip-hop, and that was like right before my junior year, so I was either just about to be 16 or 16, and... Yeah, I fell in love with it at Millennium Dance Complex, and that was, like, my first time stepping into, like, a real dance studio. Right. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So not the typical sort of, I don't know, like, growing up no. with three years old, dancing all day, every day. So um, looking at your life now, obviously there's been a journey from that moment of, you know, barely making a team to now this being your life. How mm -hmm. did that develop? Um, so I fell in love with dance and then I would just take four to six classes every day it would literally be high school um the dance team practice at high school and then I would go to dance class four to six classes every day Monday through Sunday like didn't take a day off um I had acting classes on Sundays mm -hmm. and I would still fit in a dance class and um yeah and then I booked my first tour when I was 18. Right wow how did that happen you booked your first tour did you did you think you were going to book it when you went to Absolutely this audition? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> I, um, how I even got that, like I would crash a whole bunch of auditions. I had crashed the You Got Served audition and Dave Scott was like, wow, you're actually really good. Do you have an agent? I said, no, I don't have one yet. And then he referred me to Lisa at MSA at the time, who's actually, Lisa is still my agent. She now has her own agency, Go To Talent. And she called me and said, Dave Scott referred you. I was like, no way. And she was like, she's like one of the biggest dance agents, went into her office, signed, and then Beyonce was my third audition. And she was like, I think you're going to book this. Like, mm. true story, I went to drop off my headshots. She said, hey, I was about to call you, because, you know, back then, 
people Cold. called. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. the no emails weren't as email. like yeah. quick. <laughs> you actually had to go to your desktop. Um, and she was like, "Yeah, I was about to, we were about to call you. I really think this is your casting. That you're exactly what they're looking for." And I was like, "Yeah, right." Mm-hmm. Like, but be, I mean, I was just like, I wanted to dance mm-hmm. and I wanted to make them happy, but I just wasn't thinking my third audition, Beyonce, okay. Yeah. And then when I read the email, high heels, I half fainted. <laughs> I've never danced in high heels in my yeah. life. I mean, prom, like, a year ago, when I took those off at prom, so yeah. I could, like, hit the two-step real fast. <laughs> yeah, and um, she was right, because I actually booked it. That, that was crazy. crazy. That yeah. is actually crazy. That is super crazy. <laughs> Your first, yeah, yeah, something you didn't think would happen, and you're wearing heels no. for the first time. Yeah, oh, like, and I didn't stay at the audition. Right. Yeah, I yeah. had to leave early. Yeah. So they saw me once, then I left, and then I got a final call back two weeks later. Mm. Like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, so then your touring sort of life began, I guess. Mm-hmm. How many years was that? Um, touring in yeah. general. Um, I, my last, like, tour, it was like a spot date tour, was like four years ago. Okay. So right. that was 30. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so old. You are not old. Young and free. Young and free. Young and free. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so you've obviously had a lot of experience on tours with lots of different artists. What's um, something you've really loved about touring? As a dancer, I loved... You know what it is? I loved being in, like, a tour bus. I yeah. loved being in different hotels and, like, I love like, seeing the world. But really, it wasn't the tour. I just liked getting on stage. When yeah. it came to the dance stuff, like, yeah. you could put me on any stage, I was ready. Mm. If it was for, like, a private event, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know when you sometimes, like, these, you know there's private events yeah, and maybe yeah, it's yeah. 50 people and then sometimes it's like 50,000 yeah. so many people you don't even it looks like really <laughs> um and I just liked I don't know something about just dancing live mm. was always way more fun than like on set for me yeah yeah, yeah. so can I ask what was your favorite tour and why <laughs> I love them all yes. <laughs> of course we don't have favorites. Um, no, we don't have favorites. Um, but uh, my one of my best experiences was touring with Missy because it was one of my dream jobs. Because yeah. as a dancer, especially back in that time, back in that time, oh my gosh. <laughs> Not but that long yeah. ago. <laughs> you know, like past that Dutch and all that time, like Missy and her dancers were just so dope. And I had auditioned for Missy five times and I would make it to the end and they would tell my agent, we really like her, but she's just too, too tall. Right. And, wow. Yeah, and I was like logistically, I'm too tall. Missy's like five feet tall, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, then I auditioned for the fifth time was actually when I got it, and it got kept to the end. And then Missy saw me, and she's like, "She's too tall, but I'm gonna hire her." So that was probably like my best, most rewarding experience because it was like a dream job for me. Yeah. And then she's really, really nice and really, really fun, and she's probably one of the artists I got the closest to, and. Um, I mean, Rihanna was fun. Um, Jamie Foxx was like a life-changing moment mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I'm, they're all different. Yeah, they're um, all different. But I guess Missy, because of yeah. like the whole, like, she was one of my dreams. It was like 20 dancers. It was 10 guys, 10 girls. Wow. It's a lot of dancers. Yeah. A and lot we of had dances, a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. A lot of dancers. A lot of craziness. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, I was on her tour bus, because she was like, you and you pick a friend. Yeah, so I had a little special treatment. People were, like, mad about it, but I couldn't help it. She thought I was so nice. Favor. (laughs) And 
we had the same birthday. Nice. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is like you. I guess you're a person who defies the odds. Like you get a book a tour that you're actually too tall for. Mm-hmm. You book your first job in heels for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you have an explanation for that? A uh, favor. Yeah. <laughs> F to the A to the V to the O to the R. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know. God police the desire for dancing in my heart since mm. I was little. Obviously, like, I thought I was Paula Abdul um, without the singing part. <laughs> um, but even that sometimes, I was hitting the cold, hard snake with my voice. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just loved it. I didn't even know it could be a job. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to dance. I didn't think it could actually be an occupation and he just opened doors that I shouldn't have been able to walk through Mm. and I guess because he saw the bigger picture before I even saw it yeah but what I love is like your faith and your trust in him and that you trusted that he would work it all out and his dreams his dreams always so much bigger Mm -hmm. than we can even imagine Mm -hmm. you know um okay so you toured and then you, I guess, moved into more of a teaching mm-hmm. capacity. How, why did that change, or what made you want to go into that more? Well, I actually didn't want to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like a funny story, there was no heels classes in the dance studios, um, um, and uh, I needed to practice because mm-hmm. <laughs> I kept booking jobs in heels. Mm-hmm. I was very frustrated about that. And I was like, ugh. And, there's, and all the auditions were like heels. So I just was taking hip-hop classes in my high heels. And people were like, oh, my gosh, how do you do that? You should be a teacher. I'm like, absolutely not. I'd be the worst teacher. <laughs> I have to make up choreo, remember it, and give it to you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not happening. And people just kept coming up to me like, do it, do it, do it. And uh, I was like, all right. I was bored. True story. I hadn't booked a job for like a month like to leave, and it was frustrating me. And I was like, okay, I need to do something. Everyone keeps telling me to teach high heels, so I'm going to go talk to the lady at Millennium. Um, and she laughed and was like, that's stupid. I was like, I know, it's so stupid, a heels class, right? Because <laughs> it was not Gosh, a thing yeah. back then. I'm looking at now. And, yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Um, I know that there was like... I know Aisha Francis, she she did like a workshop mm. and stuff like that of heels, but there was no... There's no yeah, like classes. classes. Yeah. yeah. So I did it. It became really popular. And within like three classes, they're like, so you're a teacher at Millennium Dance Complex. I was like, I'm sorry, what? And I have a weekly class. And then one became two because yeah. they got really popular. And then I got subs like Jersey and Bryn, who now are our actual, you know, weekly teachers as mm-hmm. well. So it's crazy how that happened. And um, then when I got older and like around 30 I was just kind of over dancing all the time yeah and I wanted to like focus on teaching because I just felt like God was calling me in that direction and I just kind of felt like when I I don't know I just I didn't feel as full as I did before Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. a dancer because there was more I just didn't know what that more was until Mm -hmm. he started opening those doors yeah Yeah. and you like stepped into a new season I guess Mm -hmm. um and you're an fantastic teacher like incredible and I know people absolutely love your class so what's your number one goal as a teacher Mm. when you teach what what do you yeah I would say my number one goal is to inspire people to follow their dreams to the fullest I know that sounds maybe cheesy but 
if I can be an example, like, I think the reason why God made me, like, the least expected was because sometimes we hear people like, oh, well, you've been dancing since you were three, and but you are amazing, and you know you had all this. And I'm like, no, I didn't. Mm. I sucked. Yeah. I was really bad. Didn't make the team so that I could be relatable to the one that feels like they might not be called to mm-hmm. do this. Yeah. And I want to really show everybody that they're called to do this. Yeah. Like, whatever the capacity that God has for them, I don't know. Like, maybe it's start a dance studio. Maybe it's dance for Beyonce. Maybe it's yeah. choreographed for totally. Janet Jackson. Like, yeah. who knows? But, like, if I just want them to make sure that not just in my class, that's where it ends, that they mm-hmm. take whatever information I give them and they feel stronger. Yeah. And they go out there and make these things happen. Yeah. And I think you definitely do that. I've seen that Thank in your you. classes. Now, you do something at the beginning of class that is, I don't know, but I'd say rare in a industry setting. Like, how do you start your classes? Um, well, I start them in a circle, mm-hmm. and we hold hands. Um, it's not a prayer circle because I'll get fired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, and um, I just want us all to connect and I just kind of let them know that they're safe, that this is a safe environment, that I'm going to love on them and I will share what God puts on my heart Mm. for the day and I share that I do love God that that's why I'm super happy that I'm not you know, just didn't wake up like that I kind of did because I kind of went to bed like (laughs) that (laughs) but um, yeah, and I ask God before every class like, what do you want me to tell them and sometimes it switches on the spot Mm. but yeah, I'll just give a little, you know five minute, yeah purpose yeah circle yeah perk pep (laughs) in their step love it yeah cool and i think that really connects them and makes them feel from what i've seen super valued and it's not just a oh hey i'm shalene i'm gonna teach class great see you later sort of thing yeah but actually makes them feel incredibly valued as well um kind of shifting gears a little bit so you're a christian you love god and you teach heels which I think for some people might be, I don't know, they might have questions of how you combine that or, um, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, or I'm sure you've received questions <laughs> about that. <laughs> yeah, with myself it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah. Daily. Because um, when I started teaching heels, I believed in God, I gave my life Christ when I was young on my own but you know I lost my relationship with God from Mm -hmm. the age of I would say 19 to 25 Mm -hmm. um no 19 to 27 actually yeah Um, and 25 was when I started like taking back the layers like became celibate before Mm -hmm. I went back to church which Mm -hmm. is different yeah (laughs) um most people are like oh it must be religious reasons why you're waiting till marriage I was like no I was just over it (laughs) I was like no more you can't touch me put a ring on it I know like this I'm just done and then I dedicated my life to Christ in when I was 27 34 now Mm. but when I started teaching heels I was not you know I was I was quote unquote you know I was a bad girl you know I was smoking my blunts have a set actually no I was celibate when I started teaching (laughs) I just had a couple oopsies (laughs) right um but um so I don't even know if I would have started teaching heels Mm. if I was in the place that I'm in now yeah yeah. that just hit me for the first time God uses everything hey yeah I think yeah there's no way there's Mm. no way and Mm. so he put me there now I'm like totally in love with Christ 
Um, it is a struggle, but I try to share like that I'm waiting till marriage. It'll be seven years in February. I tell them that you can be quote unquote sexy, which is way too small of a word. Mm. I like to use the word beautiful. Mm and like flawless and fly rather than sexy and like I'm not an object Mm. but you don't have to be those things like gorgeous and stuff and think sexy things like I'll take other heels classes and they're like think that you're you know having sex and he's there and you're you know very vulgar words yeah, yeah. and I'm like I don't want to think like, that like I was just looking at myself and being like yes cute outfit mm-hmm. you know <laughs> and so just really it's funny that my class is mainly obviously women mm-hmm. and younger women and you know I were in an industry where men I can't count the number of times that guys tried to sleep with me mm-hmm. you know and tell me I won't work in this industry or mm-hmm. things like that happened mm-hmm. and I hear of stories that women actually did sleep with them I never did mm-hmm. okay I never did that I wasn't mm-hmm. celibate but I never did that um, but like to be able to share with these girls that you don't have to do this that you can be a woman of faith that you can be strong you can be gorgeous and feminine and free and be in your heels yeah and still be a Christian. Mm. And yeah, it's a struggle, but I feel like I have to because then I can create, not create, like cultivate, I guess is a better word, other young women yeah. that are Christians yeah. and, or maybe not Christians. And now they start to value themselves in a different way and they don't feel like they need the job, but more like the job needs them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they can walk in that firmness. Yeah. You know. So, Love but it. it's a struggle, yeah. yeah totally, and a yeah. journey. And it's a journey, yeah. But yeah. you do it so well, and Thank you. Um, you really honor him with everything. I believe. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. And I love that you're a, um, yeah. You don't just empower people, but you actually evangelize in a way that looks different to what some people think evangelism <laughs> is. You know, um, but I love that you're out there. In the world, but not of the world, mm. very literally. And oh, wow, thanks. I'll receive y- that compliment. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so um, we might head to our last question. What advice do you have for any dancers who are pursuing industry who feel like that's what they are called to do? I feel like you gotta do it 110%. Mm. You know, I think just like anything even a relationship like a friendship do you want a friend to give you half no yeah. you want them to give you your whole heart but it's so weird that we can do that easier with friendship but not our dreams mm-hmm. and I just want people to do it like you can literally be anything you want like if I wanted to be a doctor yeah I could be a doctor yeah I really believe that yeah. but I don't want to be a doctor yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not in my heart um but I just would have to make that choice and it's the same with anybody else like I'm no different than Beyonce or Oprah. Mm, yeah. I'm just Shirley Quigley. Totally. Just which is not just I am Shirley Quigley. Yeah. And so and they're them and like we're literally all the same. It's just the choices that we make. And they have to make a really strong choice that this is what it is. I'm gonna give it hundred and ten percent. Nothing is gonna stop me. I'm going to stick to the truth and the desires that God put in my heart. And anyone that's telling me that I can't, I'm just gonna move that to the side and make sure that they have also like encouraging friends because mm. that helps yeah like one just need one i had candace she was very encouraging yeah i still have her she still encourages me yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting the right people around you yeah and not giving up i guess you have yeah. a real determination and uh 
Yeah, you just know you have a purpose and you go for it, okay? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. Cool. Well, thank you so much. I hope that helped everyone who was listening. And, um, yeah, we look forward to seeing what God has for you in the future. So thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. We trust you are inspired and equipped to take your next step. Be sure to hit subscribe and follow us on social media to stay connected with all things GDN.